Hey everybody, uh, load the box here, jumping on for just a quick one. We're going to talk a little bit about the super exciting news. Brian Flores is officially joining Kevin O'Connell's staff as the defensive coordinator, replacing Ed Donatel. Jordan, first things first, where were you when you heard the news and what was your immediate reaction to it? So it was actually kind of funny. Um, I was on the phone with one of my buddies and I'm going to try and keep this short and sweet, but uh, my heat went out again yesterday and I was kind of in a panic and I was in a spiral. So I was in like five different layers and it wasn't even that cold. It didn't even get below 60 in my house, but I was still like being overdramatic. And I was on the phone with one of my buddies when you text me first and then, uh, FOMO host Jack also texted me and the texts were very similar in like just pure excitement. And I was on the phone with my buddy and I think we were talking about like, we, we weren't talking about football and I went, Oh, exp ex expletive. Uh, we just, the Vikings just got Brian Flores and he said, like the dolphins guy. And I said, yeah, like, and he said, isn't that who you wanted? And I said, yeah, it, it was who I wanted. So <laughs> I was ecstatic. I was in my bedroom just kind of talking, you know, doing whatever. And I it, I don't know. I'm trying not to get too excited because, like, you can have the perfect scheme. And if you just have bad players, it's it doesn't matter. Yep. But I really think the Vikings, I think that they are I, – I, I just love the thought of Andrew Booth playing press man coverage. It excited me last year in the draft. It was one of the reasons why I said that Andrew Booth, that pick single-handedly saved the draft for me because I thought he, yeah, that was such a good value and such a good pick. And so I'm, I, man, I, I don't know if you're a Vikings fan, there's no way that you can tempo your excitement today. It's just, it's electric. Yeah. It's uh, it's really exciting to see. And we, I mean, we talked about this a few weeks ago, or maybe it was last week when we were starting to talk about the uh, defensive coordinator search and Flores was one of the three candidates at the time. And we were talking about the potential clash of personality with Flores and O'Connell and the whole, you know, O'Connell's kind of got this wrap your arms around everybody mentality. Flores is kind of a, you know, hard nosed seeming sort of punch you in the mouth kind of guy. Yeah. But I think, I mean, I saw somebody, uh, I can't remember if it was somebody from our site. I think it might've been um, posted something how, in a way, the stylistic difference between the two could be a perfect marriage. How, um, you know, Flores might differentiate just enough to bring an added level of just kind of edge to the locker room and, frankly, to the defense that didn't have much of an edge last year. Um, so it's it's exciting. I mean, guys like Brian Asamoa, um, he went to social media showing his excitement uh, earlier today and just from our perspective, being able to now anticipate, especially, like I said, Asamoa, his ability to just get after the quarterback, use his athleticism, his speed in Flores is sort of aggressive mindset defense. Um, it's just so exciting to think about compared to what we saw last year. Yeah. And I think that if you want a very like in-depth look at Brian Flores, Go back a couple of couple of weeks. I think it was two weeks ago that we did the the Brian Flores episode. We we literally just talked about we talked about defensive coordinator candidates, and it was like twenty five minutes of a show, or thirty minutes of a show, and we spent twenty of it talking about Brian Flores because he was he was the fan favorite to get the job. Um, I think he was the Vikings one B. 
if you will. Because um, I do think that uh, the guy who took the Panthers job, uh, whose name is escaping me, the Broncos formal defensive coordinator, um, I think he was like number one. But I, I just I don't know. I, I think that Flores, if you if you want the quick recap of it really quickly, he, he's going to blitz a lot and he's going to play press man coverage a lot, which is the exact opposite of what we saw oh. from Ed Donashell, um, who definitely owned that nickname. Um, I'm just, I, I just think that I, I'm worried about Duke Shelley. I'll be honest with you. I don't know how he's going to look cause he looked good in one scheme and I'm kind of worried he's not going to look so good in, uh, in this other scheme, but, um, it's very X's and O's football kind of stuff. It's, it's, I, I told you, I'm going to say it every, every show that we do. It, this is how Super Bowls are won. You get a defensive coordinator who probably should be a head coach. He's going to come in. He's going to whip these guys into shape. We're going to get youth. I mean, I can, I'm can. i starting to get the, the Super Bowl eyes, uh, and that's dangerous because that is what leads to me crying on the toilet after an NFC Championship game loss. What, who do you think, other than Asamoa, benefits the most from this? It's a really good question. I... Um... I think it's the cornerbacks um, and across the board, the young guys, because I guess really I, I'll even expand that. I'll be a little more generous and I'll just say the defensive backs, the young defensive backs. Um, and that really is seen Lewis seen cam Dantzler. Even I'd still call him sort of young. Absolutely. Um, Andrew Booth and a Caleb Evans, those four guys. I mean, depending on what they do with cam Bynum, even I, mean, I, I just think, those guys struggled in last year's sort of shell coverage that we ran. Um, they seemed lost at times. They gave up too much cushion at times. And I think with this, with, with young players, you like to encourage them to be aggressive and to play with their instincts. Because when you're young, you aren't as, what can I say, high in the football IQ as someone like Harrison Smith is, where you can play in any sort of coverage and be smart enough to get to the right spot. Harrison Smith by no means had like a banner season for the Vikings this year, but he's still Harrison Smith. Um, he knows how to read quarterbacks. And when, when Donatel really gave him opportunities just to play, he was outstanding. Yeah. Um, but for the young guys, they don't really have that, you know, that foundation, that base of knowledge where they can just, go off of and um play sort of in a a defense like donatel's where it doesn't have as much reading and reacting it's more sort of you're waiting you're sitting back and you have to sort of think ahead to the next play when you're impressed man when you're being aggressive it's all instincts it's all reactivity and i think these guys these young corners these young defensive backs who need to really kind of come into their own as NFL players, I think this is going to be a huge opportunity for them. Yeah, big, big loss for Patrick Peterson, who, I mean, he have, he even said on his podcast, you know, I, I loved Ed Donatel's scheme because it was, I got to play off. It was almost impossible to get beat deep. Yeah, I gave up, you know, 50 yards on underneath stuff all game long, but who cares? Like, you know, it, it, I, the, no one's yeah. putting me on a posto the way Christian Watson should have. And I'm not trying to attack Patrick Peterson. He played pretty well. Yeah. I don't, I don't foresee him coming back. Cause I don't think he can play in this scheme because I just don't think he has the physical tools anymore 
to, to, to play in this scheme. I really do think that we yep. need speed. We need uh, length and we need kind of like what you said, just, and I kept hearing this thing uh, today as I was listening to different, you know, the Viking world reacting, if you will, like there's not as much like th this new defense is very much like, you know, you are set on fire and you just have to get downhill and you just have to play nasty and mean and, I would expect some some PI calls. I would expect some illegal contacts because that's what I mean. It's going to be a dogfight on the outside on every play. Which, if you watch the Vikings this season, you should be incredibly excited about because I mean, how many times did we see you know ten yards off coverage? And I felt bad for Andrew Booth watching him in that because I was like, this is such a veteran. Like you need veteran all pro caliber guys to make that work. I do think that that style of defense can work in the NFL, but not when, you know, you have an older Patrick Peterson, you have uh, basically just a, a, I don't know what the phrase is, but you just have a merry-go-round of different guys on the other outside, whether it was Shelley or Evans or whoever. I'm, I'm very excited about it. Also, uh, this was a fun stat. Uh, big winner from this is Daniil Hunter, who I don't foresee dropping into coverage if at all next season. And I didn't realize this. He had like 50 snaps of coverage this season, most in his entire career. And I'm just excited for him to actually, you know, be an edge rusher, not a, not a linebacker. Yeah. Like let him go get the quarterback. And I'm, it's, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun to see what they do. Um, we'll talk later this week about mock drafts and stuff, but I'll, uh, I'll yeah. actually go ahead and get out of your hair. Follow the show on Twitter, by the way, at LTB Vikings and shop unified. Uh, I'll let you get final thoughts in and then we can get out of here. Sweet. Yeah. I mean, one just last final thought that I have, and I'm curious to get your thoughts on this as well is, um, and maybe even if it's just a 30 second thought on this is, you know, there's there's this fear that the Vikings, you know, <laughs> hired too good of a candidate that Flores is going to knock it out of the park in year one or two and, you know, resurrect a terrible defense. Maybe we're not going to be too aggressive here. Maybe give him a couple years to resurrect it. And then somebody hires him to be their head coach. The uh, the positive side of that is basically without getting too much into the minutia, the Vikings would get a couple third round comp picks if that did happen. Um, it's this whole thing with the NFL and minority coaches and free agents and everything. So the Vikings would get a couple draft picks if that did happen. But Jordan, I'm curious to hear your take. Are you worried about that happening? Are you worried about Flores, you know, doing so well that he gets poached? I almost got brainwashed into being worried about that by some, some other podcasts that were like, no, we need to grow a guy on our own. No, we don't. No, we don't. If, if Brian Flores gets a head coaching job next season, it's because he took a bottom. I, I don't even want to say bottom. He took one of the three worst defenses in the NFL and he toned it into like a top half of the league defense, basically using like match sticks and a stick of, uh, and a, piece of gum he found under the desk like he he will do some like macgyver maneuvering to get this defense popped up to being really really good and if he does that what the vikings will be a very dangerous yeah. team because i don't foresee their offense taking a massive step back actually we'll talk about this in another video i expect the offense to take a step forward with somebody that we're going to draft so yeah. um I just I think that yeah if if that means that the defense the defense has to be really good for him to get a head coaching job if not 
then he sticks around for another year and we might see the defense go from 30th to 20th to 12th and that year that it's the 12th best defense and we have the fifth or fourth best offense watch out because that, that those yeah. those are the dangerous teams that can put points up and that can stop you from putting points up so um very very excited about that um looks like we're having a little bit of technical difficulties uh so i'll try to stall just a little bit until we oh wait will can you hear me i'm back i'm back okay. i don't know what that was you're all good probably a sign for us to close it down <laughs> probably yeah <laughs> all right i think that's i think that's all we got for this episode uh we'll catch you again later this week we're talking about some mock drafts some potential quarterbacks in mock drafts so tune in later this has been load the box Skull, y'all.